Well, welcome to the Hunt Back Country podcast today, guys. This episode is a bit different than our normal show, and it's all about training for hunting. Now, that is a topic that you may roll your eyes at or you may get super excited about. Guys seem to be all over the spectrum when it comes to training for hunting. Some guys don't do anything. Some guys think they need to be an ultra marathoner, and a lot of guys fall in between. Going back several years ago, I think it was 2017, we worked with the guys from Atomic Athlete to offer a free training program that was easy to do at home with minimal equipment uh, and that honestly anyone could complete. So the training essentially scales to whatever your current level of fitness is. And for the past several years, we've been giving that training program away for free through Exo Mountain Gear. Uh, and the feedback's been fantastic. Like thousands and thousands and thousands of you guys have downloaded this. Uh, and I've personally heard from probably hundreds and hundreds of you about how well it's worked. Um, but it has been, I think, three, four years. And Jake from Atomic Athlete wanted to make some changes to the plan. Not because there was anything wrong with it, but more to clarify a few things, answer common questions that he received give guys additional training options if they wanted to move past this free training program and more. And so we have just released a version two of our backcountry hunting training program, still completely free, still easy to download at exomountaingear.com forward slash train. Um, and in this short conversation with Jake, we just discuss what are the changes to this version two of the plan and why were they implemented. So again, much different podcast, but hope you guys enjoy this one. If you haven't checked out the training program, once again, anyone can do this limited equipment, don't have to have a gym membership, um, essentially you, your pack, some very basic things that you can put together, honestly, like Home Depot, um, and you can complete this and get training for backcountry hunting. So those of you who have completed it know what a great program it is, and here's some further updates for you. Enough of me rambling. Let's get into this conversation with Jake. And once again, check out the link in the show description so you can get this program for free. Jake, welcome back to the podcast, man. It's, uh, it's uh, long overdue and excited to chat with you and kind of share some new updates and things like that that'll help some guys. Yeah, thanks for having me on again, Mark. We first had you on back in episode 106 uh, and then episode 211, you and Jordan from Atomic Athlete. So if folks are new to the podcast and aren't familiar with uh, you, Jake, or previous conversations and resources and training, uh, those would be two episodes to go back to and really get a deep dive into things. Uh, for folks who are new, Jake, just give us the, the super brief overview on who you are, what Atomic Athlete is, and essentially how we came to partner up and help hunters out. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Obviously, uh, after high school, I didn't really feel like going to college. So I went to the military, spent four years in the Army. Um, and there I ended up uh, going to get a degree in business and spent most of my time mostly just training and exercise and working out. Uh, after I got my degree, I really didn't want to start a career in like finance or something like that. So kind of reverted to what I felt like I was pretty knowledgeable on, which is, you know, training and exercise and ended up going through and getting some more formal certifications and mentoring with some, some guys and started a strength and conditioning company in 2009 um, and have been professionally, you know, coaching, training, providing programming pretty much since then. So we got, two facilities here in Austin, Texas and big online platform. We do a lot of educational seminars with uh, both military and 
just like civilian trainers and educators. So started backcountry hunting. I guess it was probably maybe like 2011 timeframe, you know, went elk hunting with a friend and mentor out in Wyoming who had been on your podcast before, Rob Shaw, and kind of kind of got hooked on it and been doing it ever since. So now it's kind of my main hobby, or I guess you could say a sport if some people want to call it that, uh, is archery elk. And so usually try to spend uh, about a month a year out in the field hunting and you know, do my best to fill the freezer every year. Yeah. So you obviously being based in Texas personally uh, understood of essentially being a flatlander and then going to the mountains, right? And then dealing with the demands of not only hiking around to hunt, but then what happens when you do fill an oak tag and just really preparing for that. And obviously, you know, your background, you're super fit, super knowledgeable, but also have that, uh, I would say like unique angle of understanding what are the demands of backcountry hunting? And then specifically, even for guys who aren't living in the mountains, don't have access to do that, you know, on a consistent basis, how do you best prepare for that? Um, and so I guess it's probably been, I don't know, three years, Jake, I honestly didn't look, um, since we first released a training program that you developed, uh, and essentially we give out for free to guys who sign up for that. And then the reason we're talking here today is you essentially have an update to that kind of like a version two, um, I would say from my perspective that the training program, having personally done it multiple times and then uh, being the guy who gets a lot of the feedback as do you, it's been crazy successful. Thousands and thousands of people have downloaded it and completed it and used it. Um, So yeah, any any thoughts you wanna give on the V1 and then let's transition to kind of talk about what are some of the changes that we're addressing in v2 and i think it's not to fix the program but really to kind of answer some questions and clarify things yeah i guess after that first podcast you know we talked about a lot of stuff and you know i think it was really eye-opening for me the first time i took three really gym fit athletes on a backcountry trip which at that point it was just like a backpacking trip out in west texas and guadalupe mountains and uh and just how crushed they got they were all really 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 extremely fit individuals two of which are business partners of mine another one was a crossfit coach and we went up there just for like a you know like a two-night trip and and it was really eye-opening to see even for myself i mean in the military i went through some pretty arduous selections and training and so i kind of was a little more prepared than they were just mentally for it but yeah just putting a pack on and walking uphill just really crushed some guys that were really fit so kind of we had the conversation that first podcast about like hey what are the physical attributes required and um just because your gym fit doesn't mean you're going to be ready for the mountains so we talked a lot about you know the different attributes and then kind of an afterthought i just texted you i think i was like hey like i can just write a pretty basic program and you guys can just give it out and so that was the idea behind v1 um i kind of left a few things open-ended and so over the past three years i've gotten hundreds and hundreds of emails. And when I look at the old videos, there's you know thousands of views. So I think a lot of guys downloaded it and uh, a lot of people put it to use. And, and I do think it was a, a good program. I reviewed it. You know, we talked about doing an updated version last year, but we never got around to it. And then sat down, I started getting emails, you know, cause it's springtime guys are starting to get pumped up for next season. And I was like, okay, Hey, we need to do an updated version to kind of answer some of those open-ended questions that we kind of kept getting again and again. So yeah. What are, what are some of the common questions? You no. Know, so I think the initial program was designed to be done like at home. And so it was like, Hey, all you need is your pack and some open space and we can do it. 
And, you know, obviously there's going to be different levels of guys, like someone like yourself, who's an experienced athlete, who's been training consistently for, you know, years, maybe even a decade. Um, you're going to be capable of, I guess, a higher training volume than a guy who's like 52 hasn't trained. He's going to go on his first elk hunting trip. So we wrote it with three different levels. Um, and one of the things that I said was like, Hey, you guys can do this program like multiple times. And I think some of the, the downloader or the people who downloaded it kind of thought like, I'm just going to do this like the entire spring and summer again and again and again. And so they were asking about like how you transition from one to the other. Um, and along those lines, although you could do the program multiple times, it's definitely not suggested. I think um, any sport out there, you have to treat it more either as a season or as like an annual kind of perspective. And so, although you could, you know, do a level one, train for a bit, then do level two, train for a bit, then do a level three, we definitely want to suggest stacking all three, like back to back, like level one, take a week off, level two, take a week off, level three, take a week off. Because whenever you're kind of really trying to polish up muscular endurance or strength endurance, um, it's, uh, it's a pretty quick adaptation and it also requires a high volume. So if you ended up doing something like those programs, like this program, back to back to back, um, the last thing we want to do is incur like a soft tissue or a joint injury from overuse, you know, you do all these Mastodon rhino complexes for three or four months. And next thing you know, you got like a wonky knee or an ankle or a hip. And we want to make sure the guys who are doing this program are going right into the season, not only in better shape, but also have everything in our body feel extremely resilient and strong. So the new updated version we, we talked about uh, some options for other training this far out. Like right now it's March. So you don't need to do hunt specific training in March. If you're hunting in October, you know, you have plenty of time to kind of make that transition over. So that was one of the big things guys were um, asking questions about. They're like, Hey, like, how do I you know flow this together? And what kind of deload would you suggest? Cause I just say like, Hey, if you do want to do this, shoot me an email, got a lot more emails than I expected. <laughs> and, uh, so that was one of the things we wanted to address some options for preseason training. I guess anyone who's listening, who has downloaded it, um, the takeaway behind that idea would be, you don't need to train like a hunter year round. You just need to train. And then as you get closer and closer to hunting season, then you're going to really kind of transition into the more sport specific aspects of, you know, Western hunting. If you want to keep like hunting kind of training uh, included year round, the two things I would suggest um, would be carry your pack, you know, in your hiking boots or hunting boots, probably once a week. It doesn't have to be extremely long. It doesn't have to be very heavy. Um, just anywhere from 30 minutes to 90 minutes, you know, anywhere from 30 pounds to 50 pounds, just kind of like a maintenance weekly ruck. Um, that's a good way to kind of keep your body used to moving over ground under load. Um, and then for the, uh, aerobic capacity or the low intensity efforts you have throughout the week, um, either running or dragging a tire. Uh, dragging a tire is going to be a much better option for older athletes who have any kind of knee, ankle, hip issues. Uh, trail running is a, a great way to prepare for moving over ground in the backcountry as well. So you can just pick a modality that's kind of more specific to hunting. So instead of rowing or um, doing some strange modality like swimming, uh, pick a, modal a mode that's going to be more appropriate to backcountry and then just carry your pack once a week. And if you're doing some standard strength and conditioning, all the way up until, you know, early to midsummer, I think you're going to be pretty set for the season. Mm. If a guy's training called generally year round for the most part with somewhat of a consistency, do you just feel then that literally one 
one go through this training program, like prior to preseason is a good way to go about it. Uh, so you literally just four to six weeks of truly being hunt specific before call it September one and a guy's archery elk hunt. Yeah. I, I do think that best case scenario, um, cause I think we wrote, I think it was 20 sessions, right? Mark, was it 20 sessions total? Yes. Five days. Yeah. So not everyone's going to be able to train five days a week. So, you know, that program link is going to vary, you know, it could be four weeks, it could be five weeks, it could be six, it could even be seven weeks. Um, so I think, you know, that month and a half prior is when you're going to make that shift. And, and that's going to be what you really need. Cause at that point, you know, you should already be, you know, squatting, you should be pressing, you should be doing hinging movements, uh, unilateral like movements, like lunges should be working on your aerobic capacity. Um, so you should be doing a good amount of volume of low intensity work. Um, and even if you're doing high intensity work, that's fine as well, but it's really not necessary in the backcountry. So yeah, I think hitting it, I plan on, uh, as I reviewed the program the other day, I, I usually do like the ultimate predator. And I was like, I looked at it, I go, you know what, I'm, I'm going to do this this season. This is a, this is a great program. And, um, you know, we did review it and I only made a few small changes. Uh, I looked at it. I thought I was going to dramatically change a bunch of things because it had been like, you know, two or three years. And I kind of looked at it and I was like, no, this is, this is pretty solid. This is, you know, it's got scalable for different levels of athletes. Um, the volume is uh, reasonable. The loading is reasonable. You know, we changed some things. I added some soft tissue work, some resilience work, changed some of the core exercises. I made small tweaks to the progressions, but all in all, I think it's still, it would be a very effective program for, you know, getting back in there. One thing that I don't, one of my, my business partners, Jordan, I think you might've mentioned it on the podcast and something that we kind of say a lot is, uh, you know, the bulk of your fitness, you should be building that in the spring, like that aerobic base, um, that general strength. That's all going to really be built up in the early part of the year. And then what this is doing, this is just putting like a little polish on. This is just kind of redirecting that fitness to a more specific endeavor. And so don't just, you know, sit on the sofa all year and then do this program four weeks out and think you're going to be really strong in the mountains. Um, you really need to start clocking in now and train consistently um, train with some type of structure and using progression. And then when you get ready to transition, that program is going to be much more effective. Yeah. Yeah. The thing I'd still love, I was the same way with you, Jake, the first couple of years we had this out there, I did it, enjoyed it, definitely benefited from it last year, did not do it. I was doing some other stuff, uh, actually from you guys. And then it was the same with me of like coming back and looking at this. It's like, man, it really is great. <laughs> the exact same buzz. He was like, I'm going to do this again. This is, this is essentially what you need. And the thing I really like about it is it for guys who are hearing this and didn't catch it earlier, it is limited equipment. So if you're hearing training program and you're thinking you have to have like a gym or even go to the gym, you just flat out don't with this. It's something you can do at home with minimal equipment, even things like you mentioned, Jake, the tire drag, if guys haven't seen that, like all that's included in here to show you how to kind of build that out and really essentially anybody can make this happen. You know, no gym, no fancy equipment, no home gym, nothing like that. You can get it done. Yeah. I mean, even the, the tire and the TRX setup that we show you how to build. I mean, that's, that's like one trip to the home Depot, maybe like 15, 20 bucks and grab an old tire from a tire shop for free. You know, it's, it's really easy to build. There's no excuse. You don't need to go to a gym. Um, Everything can be done out of your garage using just random odd objects you have. And it's, I mean, it, it, it's, I think it's a very effective training program. I looked at it and I was like, yep, this is good. I'm going to do this this year. And um, so if you're out there and, you know, we, we all get bombarded by all these, you know, ads on social media about programs and building mental toughness. And, you know, I mean, it's just, if you follow anyone in the hunting world, you get ads about training for hunting. So 
uh, I think there's this free option is a great way to really, you know, put the final touches on general fitness and get you ready for the backcountry. Cool. What, um, this isn't necessarily related to the program itself, Jake. I'm just literally just asking a personal question here. Something I struggle with in, I know a lot of folks do is you mentioned like the soft tissue work and things like that. Sometimes I'll see that prescribed in a program and blow it off, unfortunately. And I know I shouldn't. Is there benefit or any recommendations? And again, I'm not saying this specifically in the context of this program, but one thing I would like to be able to do is kind of do some of that like prehab, rehab, mobility, soft tissue work outside of the workout. So sometimes I'm on a time crunch, right? And I only have 45 minutes for a workout, but then maybe that night I have 15, 20 minutes, you know, after for me personally, I get the kids to bed or something like that to do some of that like mobility um, work. Is that like, I know in an ideal world, some of the soft tissue work is preparing you for the workout and is needed for the demands of the workout. But I guess I'm just asking, there's still gotta be some benefit to doing some of that work, even if it's at a separate time, right? Absolutely. I mean, so yes, you know, doing like some soft tissue work and mobility obviously helps the body to prepare you for training to come, uh, especially the older you get. I mean, I'm, I'm 40 now, so I'm starting to feel the, the 25 years of, you know, hard training and whatnot. Um, so it definitely helps you prepare. But ultimately, if you're doing that stuff in the evenings, you're getting just as much value out of it, I would say. Now, you might not be as prepared to do certain efforts, but like none of the efforts in this um, – and this program are extremely taxing. So you're not doing any heavy barbell lifting, you know? So whenever, if we're training at, you're squatting at, you know, 300 plus pounds for reps in a traditional gym setting, then proper adequate warm up and getting everything ready is really important. And it's really gonna add value and it's worth your time. The purposes of this and this program is more just to build general resilience. And we focus resilience on soft tissue work, uh, mobility, uh, flexibility, and stabilizer strength. And so that can be done in front of the TV at nighttime, absolutely. And you're going to get, if not all of the value, most of the value. Okay, cool. Good to hear. Cause personally, that's just the way it's going to be for me. <laughs> oh, no, that's, I mean, like it's, it's the least cool fun thing to do. Like you get done, even if it's a hard work cap or like a hard tire drag. You're like, yeah, I don't need to do that. But yeah, you know, when you wake up in the morning, you're all stiff and kind of like achy. You're like, yeah, maybe I should have done that. <laughs> right. Cool. Well, Jake, I'm, you know, once again, thank you for giving this to us three years ago. And thank you for taking the time to help people along the way and get this update out there. And I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, like I said, I'm glad to have it as a resource, even personally. Um, any, any other questions you want to address while we have you? Or if not, um, just anything that you want to give out as ways to get in touch with Atomic? Um, I would say like 100% objectively, Outside of this program, I've used a ton of your stuff, and you guys really do have some great resources. So I would just personally say, if you are looking for that training that's not hunt-specific, your year-round general fitness, one of the things I truly like about you guys is I can go with a goal in mind of, like, I want to work on max strength, or I do want to work on endurance, or I want to work on work capacity, what have you. And you guys make it easy to, like, find a program that meets that goal. Um, so yeah, man, that's enough of me gushing about you, but what would you close us with? No, I think the big thing is, um, you know, fitness is important in the backcountry, Um, but it's not everything. I mean, depending on what kind of hunting you're doing, calling, scouting, planning, 
packing, you know, kind of getting your mental side developed, you know, which, you know, like I said earlier, you can be a great gym athlete and train really hard in the gym, but get crushed in the mountains mentally as well as physically. Um, so just kind of, you know, train a little bit of everything. Um, make sure, you know, fitness is one of the things that you can control prior to going. You, you know, you can't control what the wind does. You, know, you can't control what the weather does. You break down the way out there, but fitness is definitely something you can do. So just train consistently, train with structure, um, you know, be mindful of how much you progress things. Don't, don't progress yourself too fast and get hurt because you have a really motivated two-week window after watching a high-speed video or something of campaign. So uh, just be smart, um, be consistent. And then, uh, like I said, if you have questions more specifically on the program, you can always email me. I think the, the new version definitely addresses a lot of the common questions that we had. So, yeah, and good luck to everyone in the field this season. Well, there you have it, guys. Don't forget, you can go to exomountaingear.com forward slash train, T-R-A-I-N, or hit the link in the show description to download this plan for free. Hope you guys enjoy it. Enjoy the training and put in the hard work, and it'll pay off on the mountain.